1: And thank you Emily. Welcome to a Wednesday afternoon on your local radio station. We appreciate you taking the time to be here. Now you may be watching this web webcast because yes, we do have cameras, but it's just it's just for transparency. Uh, we don't do anything with them really. Although Delmar, between shows, is always combing his hair, and he's got a little one of those makeup mirrors that he looks at. I gotta look good, you Yeah, know. well, you do look good, I, okay. I gotta tell you. And uh, so this week, we're talking about what the Bible says. And we do this a lot on the show. And so if you're new, we appreciate you listening. Uh, we we thank you for listening. If you have any comments, especially constructive criticism, I like to hear what we could do better. And you can email me at mac, M-A-C, like macaroni, at com. All right, so we're talking about what the Bible says about women. And you just got done going on and on and on about the Barbie movie.
0: I did. I know. I introduced it. And, and I took a lot of introductory time. But, but Mac, what I want to say from this, we're going to get into scripture today. We're going to look at specific Bible texts. But what I want to say is that the traditional pictures that we see of women are not nearly as broad and meaningful as what we see in the Bible. The Bible has a much better picture of women and who they are and what kind of roles that they uh, have in in life. And uh, and in fact, I, I think sometimes it's interesting to me, people say the Bible's sexist, never heard that uh yeah. criticism made i think not. i think traditional thinking many times is more sexist than the bible is well, <laughs> if that... you read the bible you'll see a bigger picture of women than uh some of the ideas that we have today
1: yeah i was going to say i would tell you that that the way god created us and the way they were in the bible is what god had intended and we've gone off the track not yes. not yeah we've We've gone off the track,
0: okay, today we start in scripture, Genesis chapter one verses twenty seven and twenty eight This is basic to our understanding of women, so God created man in his own image, in the image of God, he created him, male and female, He created them. that's verse twenty seven I was looking the other day, and somebody was trying to explain this online, trying to explain this text, and they were trying to say that God created male in his image and not female. That's a total misunderstanding of what the Bible is saying. Both uh, male and female were created in the image of God. When it says man there, it means mankind, which includes all of humanity. Male and female were created in the image of God. Verse 28, And God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, have more children, or have children, fill the earth and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. He said, Now you have a role I have given to you in this world. You are man and woman. You can uh, expand... The amount of humanity you can have children, and they are going to fill this earth and they are going to have dominion on this earth. That's a pretty important thing that God gives to Adam and Eve, man and woman, when they're first created. That tells you that some of the characteristics that we see typical of males today are in the image of God, even as fallen and sinful as we are. And some of the characteristics that we see in women today are also part of the characteristics of God. The big picture of who God is, is represented in our humanity. In male and female, because we were created in his image.
1: An image, and you taught me this a few months ago. When I hear the word image, I always think of visual, but that's not necessarily the case of how it's used here. It's really the full. The full creature of
0: man and women—that's right—and and, and it definitely includes characteristics yeah. of who we are. One of the misunderstandings that I think we have too is uh, in Genesis chapter two. There's there's more detail that's given to the creation story, and there is a word that's used in the in the creation of Eve that confuses a lot of people. I believe verse eighteen, the Lord of uh, chapter two, the Lord God said. It is not good that man should be alone, okay? This is after he creates Adam, then he says i will I will make him a helper comparable to him. I will make a helper have you ever have you ever had to be a gopher for somebody? Yeah. Okay. My dad used to use me a lot as a gopher. He said, go get me a Phillips screwdriver. Go get me a hammer. Go get me this or that. You know, he's working on something. I was the gopher. I would go get stuff for him. Sure. That was my role. This is not the meaning of the word helper. A woman is not a gopher. Okay. She's not supposed to be there hanging around. What can I do? What can I do for you? No, no, no. A woman has a role that God has given her. The word helper comes from the Hebrew word ezer. Ezer? Ezer. Like weezer? Well, it's E-Z-E-R. Okay, E-Z-E-R. And, uh, it, ezer. It, it is, it is uh, translated in other parts in the Bible as ally or rescuer. Oh, okay. Okay? And did you know how that word is used the most in the Old Testament? It's used in reference to Yahweh. Okay. Yahweh is my helper. Yahweh is my rescuer. Yahweh is always there for me. Now that's similar in the way that when God creates Eve, okay, he gives man a helper, an ally, a rescuer, somebody who he needs. It's not good for man to be alone. Therefore, God has created woman. That shows the great respect that God has for woman and for the role that, that he has given to women. That's that's the emphasis that we find in the Bible. Now, we're going to read another portion here, just a little short, uh, uh, not too long, that tells about what happens when Eve is created. Verse 21, the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam, and he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh in its place. Then the rib which the Lord God had taken from man, he made into a woman, and he brought her to the man. And Adam said, this is now bone of my bones, flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife and they shall become one flesh. And they were both naked and the man and his wife and were not ashamed. Okay. What does that tell us? What, what do all those words add up to be? I think it's really clear. Man and women were created equal. Yes, equal is true about the way God created. It also shows they were created for each other. Woman is made from man. She belongs to him. He belongs to her. They were made for each other, and they were created for respect. You know, the last bit says they were naked, and they were not ashamed. Well, they hadn't sinned yet, And they had no reason not to believe each other and trust in each other. They respected each other. And so there was no break in in that relationship that they had had. They were created in a relationship of respect. That that places a pretty high uh, emphasis upon women and the role that we see of women. Yeah, we treat them with
1: respect, and like Jesus always said, you love your wife or your daughters
0: or whoever it is like Jesus loved the church. Right. Now, we do have to add what happened after sin, and Genesis chapter 3 and uh, verse 16 helps us to understand when when God is saying, okay, these are going to be some consequences of sin, here's what he says. To the woman, he said... I will greatly multiply your sorrow and your conception. In pain, you shall bring forth children. Your desire shall be for your husband, and he shall rule over you. Now, Jesus, or God here, is talking about consequences, right? Right. He's talking about what's going to happen because of sin. God did not intend that there would be pain in childbirth. I don't believe that. That came after sin, right? Okay. Yeah, I never thought about that. There there are consequences that come. Oh, look what came out. We don't don't operate the way that we used to operate before sin. Now there's pain with childhood, and now a man rules over a woman, uh, particularly in this marriage relationship scenario. Why is that? Because a man usually grows stronger and bigger and has more control. And he has a choice of how he's gonna treat women. Is he gonna treat women with respect or is he going to abuse women? And unfortunately, if you go through the history of the world, too many times he has treated women with a lack of respect. He has abused his uh, power over women.
1: Yeah, if we hadn't had the fall of man, then men and women would have been equal and always caring for each other, and no one would run the other one's life for being charged.
0: That's right. But that's what sin did. It was a matter of what happened after sin. And you look into this country, and you look at what happened through the years, there was all sorts of movements that were started by women for the sake of just getting what they believed were their rights. Yeah. The the right to vote. You know, women have only had the right to vote for about 100 years in this country. That's fairly recent history. Yeah, and that's crazy. But they couldn't even, they couldn't even vote. Yeah. And, and they, there are movements against sexual violence about them uh, being able to uh, enter into a legal contract to have equal education and equal pay for men. So women have had to push these points because, unfortunately, men have not given them those rights in the past. We
1: are on the subject of what does the Bible say about women? And we'll continue this conversation um, on Thursday and Friday today. But here's a question I want to ask you. Why is it that so many men don't respect who a woman is in in God's image? And I hate to say this because I love this man's comedy. I loved his TV
0: shows. But look at Bill Cosby. I know and I don't want what to be a mistake. I don't want to be judgmental about any person. I'm I wasn't there. I didn't I don't have all the details, but he's a representative today of people that have taken advantage of yeah. women. Yeah. And and it's wrong. We shouldn't we shouldn't uh we shouldn't be guilty of disrespecting women and treating them wrong. I was looking up information and I found out that about 70% of the people in this world today that are considered slaves in slavery, and this is like 40 million people in the world today, 70% of those are women and young girls.
1: We're going to continue this conversation, What Does the Bible Say About Women, tomorrow, uh, right here at 4 o'clock Central Time in your local radio station, or always here on youtube.com. Search for The View from a Pew. I'm Mac McCoy. Thanks for listening to The View from a Pew. Truth, store, where you find more